listening to the Right Talk Wednesday podcast, made from the video stream, which happens every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central on both YouTube and Twitch. If you'd like to watch the actual live stream, you may do so by visiting musecharmer.com and going to the Right Talk Wednesday show page. You can also find archives of the show on YouTube under the live tab. Enjoy. Okay, so we are going to be talking about dealing with setbacks and the long haul. Just a quick reminder, I am Kit Kalestow of Epona Author Solutions, and this um, video has been recorded as part of our 2023 NaNoWriMo prep series. Today for this presentation, we're going to be talking about, you know, losing interest in your story. We're going to be talking about lost time. In other words, you don't write for a while. What happens? I want to talk a bit or more than a bit about the pressure that we put on ourselves. And then I want to also talk about mindfulness in writing we're going to finish up by talking about planning and goal setting, and then we will end again talking about our next stream and your next steps. Brief introduction of myself. Um, I have over 20 years of publishing with 10 of those as an editor and author services provider through Epona Author Solutions. I've recently added author coaching to my services, and I am passionate about helping authors avoid burnout and get off the hustle bus. Right now, my preferred genres are fantasy, young adult, and queer equestrian lit. And as I get my books rebranded and I get a couple new books out, I will also be updating the covers there um, on the screen. That picture, as always, was taken a few years ago, and it was of me and of Super Duck, who is still with us, still awesome, and I hope you enjoy it. So let's begin by talking about the two biggest problems that happen during National Novel Writing Month. And that is losing interest in your story and feeling like you've let too much time pass. So lost interest and lost time. These are two problems that are separate, but they are also connected. And so losing interest in your story, perhaps you started with a story that you were very interested in writing, you wanted to move forward with it. However, when you did, you know, you wrote yourself into a corner, you realized you had to do a bunch of research, all of a sudden, you know, things are happening in the story and you're not quite sure how to get your characters out of it. All sorts of things can happen that can cause you to lose interest in your story. Could be some personal things. It could be, you know, your interest in what you actually write is changing. When that happens, oftentimes you'll skip a day or two. And then you will start thinking, oh, I've already missed a couple of days of writing. I can't get, you know, I can't make that up. I've let too much time go by. And so you feel like you've let too much time pass and you use that as an excuse to keep not writing. And it gets, and the more time you let pass, the more you get out of the writing habit, 
the more it feels more and more difficult to get back into the writing habit. Now, the good news is you can always start a new story or work on a different one that you've already begun. And you can always start writing again, even if you haven't written for days or weeks or months. And I am actually a kind of a, a case study in that. I let almost two years go by in that um, I didn't write for about 18 months when I looked at my word count for last year. And then I really started writing again seriously in May of this year. And when I look at the word count I've done since May, I've done like three or four times the amount of words that I did last year. So even if it's been months, literal months, almost, you know, a full year since you've written, you can always get back in that habit again. There, There's nothing to say that tomorrow isn't a new day, that tomorrow doesn't, you know, allow you to start again. And you can also always refine your NaNoWriMo goal as well. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in today's stream. I know that those two things sound very trite. And I know it's it seems so easy for me to sit here and, you know, with as many books as I've written and, and, and say this. But I want you to know, first of all, if you run into one of these problems, you are not alone. For all of the people that start NaNoWriMo, only a small fraction finish. And a lot of that happens because life happens, because they lose interest in their story, or they skip a day or two, get out of the habit, and that's that. So you are not alone if you end up in this boat. You are, you know, one of many, and we're all just trying to get back into our habits or finish what we want to do. And so I think the first thing that if you do lose interest or lose time, it's important to know that you're not alone. It's important to know that whatever you're facing, whatever is going on in your life, I guarantee somebody else is dealing with that as well. Now, you may feel alone. You may feel like you're out there writing and there's not a lot of people with you. I get that. I really do. And so that's where I would say use your resources reach out if you're on a discord server reach out say hey something's going on here i you know I, I lost interest in my story i can't get started how do you guys get back on track reach out on social media um, use hashtags if you are reaching out on social media there there's a lot of different people out there who are happy to share information and when it comes to letting too much time pass I think the important thing is that it's never too late to start again. And I say that again, as somebody who didn't write for several months for, you know, basically it's, it was a couple of years since I was writing at a, at a pretty hefty clip. And even now, because I'm, I'm working with school and things that, you know, I'm not putting out the, the word count that I was say two, three years ago, but I'm still writing. And that's the important part. And so it doesn't matter how much time has passed. And even though the national novel writing month is November and that's when all the write-ins are, and that's when all the big hoopla is, the truth is 
National Novel Writing Month can be whatever month you want it to be. So if, you know, November goes sideways and then, you know, December is the holidays, you know, if it's January, February, March before you get around to doing those 50,000 words, or even if it takes you a couple of months, you know, several months, don't put that pressure on you. And that's where we're going to talk about in the pressure that we put on ourselves. There's not a lot on this slide. And that's because I really feel like that this is something that I can speak from the heart about. I also feel like it's something that really everybody is dealing with the situation here. So your biggest obstacle is yourself. I know that can be difficult to hear. And I know that can have problems, but the truth is the only person you're comparing yourself to is yourself. I'm reminded of many great athletes and many great athletes talk about how they're competing against themselves. I just finished watching the gymnastics world championships and the commentators who are gymnasts themselves were basically talking about, you can't think about, you know, who else is up there. You can't think about their difficulties, you know, the difficulty score on their, on their skills. You really have to go out there and do the best you can and work to continue to improve. And that is the real truth when it comes to writing. We can't compare ourselves to others. We can't put pressure on ourselves to write as much as maybe somebody we see online. We don't know, you know, what's going on in their life. And again, I'm going to kind of come back to me and my break from writing. The days when I was really churning out a few thousand words a day, I was always quick to say, you know, I worked from home. I didn't have a solid eight hour job. I had people in my life who understood my writing, understood how important it was, encouraged me to write. I did not have, you know, human children. I have cats. I have horses. But for the most part, you know, they, the cats sleep and I work on the computer and we're both happy. So, you know, I didn't have a lot of demands on my time. I started college full time. I've had some health situations come up. And so then, you know, my life has changed and my word count has changed as life has changed. If I compared myself now to what I did two or three years ago, I guarantee you I would get depressed. I would get upset. And so I need to remember that I'm doing the best I can right now. And you need to remember that you're doing the best you can right now. We're all just trying our best. We're all just writing the best we can. And I think that, especially for something like National Novel Writing Month, where you may be stretching your limits, you may be, you know, writing more in a month than you've written in a while or ever. When you're doing something like that, I think it's really important to remember that you're doing the best that you can do. 
The second question I have is, are you aware of your creative nervous system? And this is something I've been working on for a very long time. And it's something that I'm going to be sharing more and more about through these streams, through some of the events that I hope to do, um, through my work as an author coach at Author Yogi. I really want to talk about your creative nervous system. I'm going to talk about it a little bit here. Um, but I'm going to also um, direct you to some resources further along. So the one thing I would say is go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter. You will learn more about the creative nervous system through our nervous or through our newsletter. But your creative nervous system is a part of your creativity. It's what drives your creativity. It's made up of three parts. And the first is your actual physical nervous system, your central and your peripheral nervous system. I'm not going to go into the details here. If you've taken any sort of psych 101 classes, then you are familiar with your peripheral and creative nervous system. But I'm sorry, your peripheral and central nervous system. But pretty much it's your physical nervous system, your brain, your spinal cord, all the nerves in your body. That's one part. The next part would be whatever you call your inspiration, your muse, your drive to write. What makes you sit down at the computer and write? The third part is everything that happens in life. And I include that because the things that affect our creativity aren't just what goes on inside us, how we feel, how we think, but also everything else that happens in our lives and being aware of the interplay between the two. It's kind of like, you know, a lava lamp with like two, three different colors where they all kind of bubble up and connect and some bubbles are bigger than others and they're constantly changing. There's a flow or an ebb and flow to your creative nervous system. And so it's something that I would encourage you to start thinking about. Think about what drives your creativity. Think about what drives why you sit down and write. Why do you write? Writing is not an easy job. There are many easier ways to make money. And so why are you writing? Why are you telling the stories that you write? Which brings me to mindfulness and writing. Again, this is something that I'm going to talk more about. I've done a lot of um, professional studying as well as personal work around mindfulness and it's something I want to bring into author yogi. So I'm just going to give you kind of a taste here. But I feel like one of the keys to writing, whether you're writing a book, whether you're, you know, writing a paper, I have to start a paper here this week, you know, no matter what you write, I feel like one of the keys is being in the moment and being mindful. Mindfulness kind of has a pop culture belief to it mindfulness has a kind of you know a commercialized zen um not zen i'm sorry commercialized feel to it but when we look at mindfulness and we we look at mindfulness through ancient buddhist text through the yoga sutras when we go back to where mindfulness came from 
mindfulness wasn't called mindfulness. Mindfulness is the best that some scholars back in the early 1900s could come up with for these terms. What mindfulness means is mindfulness is being aware of what you're doing as you're doing it. In other words, the only thing that is happening is this moment. I'm speaking to you on this stream. My cat's playing with a toy, you know, and so I'm aware of that. So that is this moment. So in this moment, I'm looking at my computer screen. I'm reading these words to you. I'm looking at what my cat is playing with. Um, but I am in this moment. I'm not thinking about the past. I'm not thinking about the future. I'm not thinking about the fact that I have to cook dinner later tonight. I'm not thinking about, you know, it's going to be dark soon. I've got to shut the chickens in. There's all these things that can happen that you, you we think about on a daily basis. And some of us, depending on the way that our brains are wired, think about these things more than others. And so when you write, it, it's it's important to stay in the moment. And part of that is your mind wanders. You search social media. You think about what you need to write or how many words you're behind. It's vital to stay in the moment. And that is really important with National Novel Writing Month because what I found in the years that I did National Novel Writing Month is you know, I would start out the first five or six days, get my 1,667 words or more done, boop, 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 boop. And that word count would not go up any more than however many words I've written. So if you're wanting to see 50,000 words on the word count on the tracker, well, as, a, as the next slide will show, one week is 11,000 rounding up 667 words. So, you know, at the end of the first week, you are a fifth there. Uh, you are, that doesn't sound right in my head. I may have to bring up the calculator here. Um, but, you know, that, that number doesn't go up any faster than you write. And it is very, very easy to see the no that is right sorry i just brought up the calculator but it's very easy to see that you know you see that twelve thousand word number and you think oh my gosh i got thirty eight thousand more words to go and all of a sudden you feel the weight of everything that is in front of you and so that's why I say it's very important to stay in the moment. Are you accomplishing what you set out to accomplish today? If you are, then you're good. You're on track. You're good. If you didn't accomplish what you set out today, again, stay in the moment. Don't think, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm now a day behind schedule. Break your goals out. What do you need to do? So some things that I have used to help me stay mindful in my writing is there is something called a Pomodoro. There's a book on it. There's websites on it or set timers. And basically a Pomodoro is a 20 minute segment where you set a timer for 20 minutes. You work as much as you can on your goal for 20 minutes. When you're done, you take a five minute break. 
and th there's a book there's a whole system it's set up for you create your to-do list you go you know you do 20 minute segments until the first item's done you check it off i'm not that structured with my pomodoros i do use a to-do app it's called todoist i love it i have the free version i still love it but you can set a timer and say okay i'm going to write for the next half an hour and what happens happens along with that and i kind of spoke to this earlier Focus only on what you need to do on that day. Again, if your goal today is to write 1,667 words, then write at least 1,667 words. But if you only write 1,667 words, don't beat yourself up for not writing 2,000 or 2,500 words. Be happy that you accomplished what you did on that day. Break daily goals into smaller ones. So this one I use a lot. Um, my writing goal is either 500 words or a thousand words. And I'm often writing in between demands at work or writing after I do my college work for the day. And so what I like to do is if I've kind of got that feeling where I want to write, but I'm just not sure how far I can get, I'll start with a hundred words, which is kind of like one paragraph or two paragraphs. And so I'll be like, okay, let me, you know, let me focus. Let me write a hundred words. Well, usually I'm writing like 150, 200 words. And once I get that down, I'll be like, okay, I can keep going now because I got started. Break those daily goals into smaller ones. Use meditative techniques to gently bring your mind back to the moment. If you're not familiar with meditation, the kind of, you know, mass produced way of meditation is a lot of people think meditation is slowing down your thoughts and, you know, basically just focusing on your breath with nothing running through your mind. Well, as a certified meditation teacher, let me tell you that it is very difficult to have nothing running through your mind, especially for those of us whose brains are wired a little differently. So what do I mean by meditative techniques? If you feel yourself starting to get questions or squirrels, brain squirrels. So, you know, you'll be writing and all of a sudden you'll think, oh, I need to make this phone call. Go ahead you know, jot it down on your to-do list, make a note. No, I'm writing right now. I'll make a phone call when I'm done. Pull your mind back. So when you do, when you do a type of meditation, the Zazen meditation, you are supposed that that is the meditation that you think of where you try to clear your mind. And so, um, Vipinasa meditation, you focus on your breath. So if you're focusing on your breath, you'll focus on your breath, your mind will go off on a question or on a quest, and you'll be like, no, come back here, we're focusing on our breath. And so when you do that, just gently bring your mind back to the moment. And I'm writing right now. I'm writing right now. I'm writing right now. Just, you know, pull yourself back gently. And finally, immerse yourself in your writing. This is something that I'm not ashamed to say after 20 plus years as a published author, I finally figured out how to make my writing my self-care. 
And so for me, when I immerse myself in my writing, part of that is like, you know, I see the movie in my head and I'm writing it down as it plays out. And part of that is my writing is my self-care. It is my time to focus on what I want to focus on, which I have discovered is very important to my mental and physical health. And so allow yourself that luxury, allow yourself that care to just ease into your writing and just do nothing but write. So let's talk about those goals. National Novel Writing Month is 50,000 words a month. Rounding up, that breaks out to 1,667 words a day. If you do it on a calculator, it's 1,666.6 to infinity. So we round up because you can't write three quarters of a word. Well, you could, but that would be very strange. Take that time seven, you get 11,667 words a week. I just verified that on my calculator. And so I encourage you to choose your own adventure and word count. And I apologize for my typo there. I was kind of typing this in a rush last night. So, you know, choose your own adventure with a word count. What does that mean? That means that you can do 1,667 words a day. You can do 11,667 11, words a week. This means you could do 3,000, you know, 3,200 words. Yeah, we'll say 3,200 words every couple of days. Know your writing strengths and what you can do. If you are able to, on the weekends, if you're able to put in, you know, five, 6,000 words a day, maybe you only write on the weekends. If you know that there are certain days of the week that you're having difficult, that you would have difficulties with word count, build in your weekly or your daily word count around those. Don't be afraid to push yourself but also make it easier for yourself too. If you're used to writing 2000 words a day, which used to be my goal, um, my goal lately, because I'm kind of pushing to finish a book is 1500 words a day. And I'm hitting that at least once a week. So, you know, depending on how things go and I get myself the weekends off. So don't be afraid to push yourself. So I push myself by making a goal of 1500 words a day, but I also made it easier for myself because I have days where I'm like, no, you know, work has been busy. School was a little busy. I can't brain anymore. And so I am going to do what I can do. I want you to be flexible. And I want you to remember that one missed day or even a missed week is not going to ruin your month. The only, there are no winners and losers. And I kind of wish that National Novel Writing Month didn't call it winning. Um, because if you wrote, you're a winner. There are no winners or losers. And so with that, even if you don't make your 50,000 words, um, that's, that's okay. That really is okay. Sorry, I was dealing with the cat. So I think that's the important thing to remember, that it's important to know your strengths and what you can do. 
And I encourage you to continue to join us every Wednesday in October. We've got one left. <laughs> and that is going to be next week, October 25th, to prepare for National Novel Writing Month. In November, I am looking to interview National Novel Writing Month veterans to keep you encouraged. And so I am looking to find those. Excuse me. I got a cat coming for the camera. Um, and hopefully I can get some people on the stream here. So what should you do in the meantime? If you haven't yet signed up at nanorimo.org, I encourage you to do so. Um, if you have an account there, make sure it's up to date. Think about what your November might bring and start to make plans. It is not too late. Put our streams on your calendar and don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at the link there on the screen and receive a free gift. So I really want to thank you for staying with me for following through these streams. I'm having a lot of fun doing them and I want to continue to do them, even if it's just me talking to you. But like I said, I'm hoping in November to bring on some authors to go ahead and provide some interviews for you. And these will also become a podcast. I'm just going to do a quick check here for, um, comments i'm not seeing any comments let me jump into discord real quick and not seeing any comments on the stream in discord again if you would like to you know follow our follow our discord server be a part of that if you sign up for the link there at bit.ly slash mme bundle you can go ahead and do so otherwise Thank you so much for joining me. I very much appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you next week. You've been listening to the Right Talk Wednesday podcast, taken from the live streams hosted on Twitch and YouTube every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central. The music you're hearing is Light It Up from Purple Planet Music. Learn more at purple-planet.com. To subscribe to our show, to subscribe to this podcast at any of your favorite outlets, please visit musecharmer.com. You can subscribe to a feed of all shows or just the Right Talk Wednesday show. Either way, we appreciate your support. Don't forget to like and follow us on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you are so moved, we would love it if you would go to our Ko-fi and drop us a little donation. The links are in the footer at musecharmer.com. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time.